That's right, listeners. This is going to be a shorter episode of ASMR Quest than usual, because uh, Ian is on the road, uh, not at home, not with his regular recording equipment, uh, and uh, we, you know, are don't have quite as much time as usual. And also, we just started recording this episode and then lost it due to computer issues. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's it's what's sort of fun about this episode, I think, is that it is going to be a short episode on your end, on the listeners, mm-hmm. but on our end. I think it's going to take about just about as long as usual, if not longer. Yeah, despite this. the fact that we set out to record a short one. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so it's a, sort of a fun treat for everyone, I think. Yeah. It, it does help us relate a little bit more, I think, to uh, our main quest this week, so that's exciting. You know, that is a fantastic point. Let's get right into it. All right. So our, our main quest this week is Seven Struggles ASM Artists Deal With, uh... Parentheses with a little ASMR, close parentheses, by ASMR Darling. Uh, so we watched a fun, short little video, uh, about, uh, I think it's five minutes, 40 seconds long, um, by ASMR Darling, uh, where she's just sort of doing a couple little skits, uh, about different struggles that ASMR artists have. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, she lists off seven struggles, um, and then just does a little sort of brief comedic segment about each one. Uh, I think this is just sort of a, a nice, fun little thing she did, kind of uh, for herself, uh, as much if not, uh, or yeah, for herself as much if not more than for the fans. Um, but I enjoyed it, uh, and I think it is enlightening in some ways. Sort of uh, a look inside uh, the ASM artist studio. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of AS enlightenment, and as our longtime listeners do know, that is the main quest that we have here at ASMR Quest. Uh, discovery of ASM Enlightenment. Um, yeah, so we, I guess we can get right into it. Um, also, we are going to go through this video, the seven struggles, uh, one by one, and we're also going to try to relate to them uh, because we are ourselves a type of ASM artist, I think. We are a meta-ASM artist. An artist that deals with topics that deal with ASMR. <laughs> One step uh, removed yeah. from the main pipeline. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll we'll compare and contrast ASMR Darling's struggles to our own. Mm-hmm. In five paragraphs. <laughs> uh, they will be tick paragraphs, topic, information, 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 conclusion. Uh, uh, I always thought of this as like burgers, you know, because you've got the bun, and then you have the patty of information. And then you've just got two more patties of information, oddly enough, because it's just like a triple stack <laughs> burger or something. Then you got the other bun. Uh, uh, when I was in elementary school, I was taught the tick method, because uh, it's topic. Um, I shit. What was the information? <laughs> I just said it. Information. Like three thank times, you. John. Three times. <laughs> topic. Information. 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 Conclusion. It is the format, both of the essay as a whole. And of the uh, three middle paragraphs. Actually, yeah. no, I think it's the, yeah, it's the format of basically every paragraph. Um, a little looser on the um, uh, the first and last paragraph, but the three in between follow that format as well as the overall essay. It's a pretty silly, pretty um, like overly contrived method of writing essays that I learned in elementary school. Yeah. Um, and continue oh, to use throughout college. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I think it's... One of the failings of our, one of the perhaps many failings of our educational system, because, you know, boy, is it not a style that's really fun to write in. Um, It's certainly not fun to read. 
it's no. not a good way to present information. It's, no, it, it it is, however, a easy way to write a kind of bullshit paper that will get you a good grade. Again, even all the way through college. But boy, what a what a, what a <laughs> bad way to do it. I so would not if recommend. You're, if you're just trying to get through a class, I would recommend it. It's just soulless and unpleasant. And again, so easy. <laughs> uh, so uh, clearly, um, we have just learned that Ian and I have differing opinions. Well, not entirely differing opinions. Uh, I think we both dislike it. Uh, maybe, maybe we have sort of differing opinions in in you know, whether, whether or not it's well, because like yeah, you, know, you can like you know, I don't know. It's just it's. I guess to be fair, I I said that it's bad and that it doesn't have any merits. That's clearly not true. I think that its main merit is that it does sort of force you to um, come up with little discrete bullets of information. And an argument can be made, a good argument can be made, but that is perhaps the most valuable type of writing uh, in today's sort of BuzzFeed-driven media sphere. Because <laughs> it really is the sort of bullet point um, essay. Mm. There's no yeah. style. It's just it's just sort of substance broken down into little digestible chunks. Yeah. Uh, and it is unrelated to our main quest. Mm-hmm. Well, but we have uh, to make up for all the digressions that we've lost when my computer crashed, John. <laughs> and I think we're doing a great job already. Uh, the first uh, struggle that ASMR Darling talks about in this video is that the mic will pick up everything. Uh, so the skit for this one is she sits down to record an ASMR video. She starts, she does her intro, intro, uh, starts recording the video and then realizes that uh, there is a banging sound, a repetitive banging sound happening. Uh, so she goes out to her balcony and discovers that there is a building next door under construction, which is the source of the sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, a little, quick little digression we had last time uh, at this point was uh, discussing her apartment. Um, it's very it's nice. It's a very nice apartment. Uh, it's very sparsely decorated, uh, which we were both rather impressed by. Uh, but the thing that I really want to focus on is that I, I'm just rather confused by where she lives, because uh, she seems to live in a very tall building with very few other tall buildings nearby. Like there's two other buildings, uh, like the that are like the ones under construction that are all similarly tall, but then otherwise, like there are no tall buildings in sight. Like not even so her 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 just looks like it's like twenty plus stories or so. There's not even, like, 10-story or 15-story buildings. It's, like, her building, the one under construction, or, like, the two under construction, and then it's just a bunch of, like, one- and two-story houses. And I I just don't understand where she is or how that is possible. Now, I'm actually going to posit a a theory here. Um, Mm -hmm. In our previous um, Lost recording... Yes. (laughs) uh, You know, I, I, I suggested that perhaps she was just at the sort of edge of... The, the downtown area in some city, and there were a bunch of buildings behind her that we couldn't see. But I'm now going to suggest, what if she's in, like, a sort of normal, um, sort of mid-to-small suburban town, and she's just <laughs> using her fantastic ASMR wealth, uh, and, and she just built herself a skyscraper. Ah, so which, a, a castle. Which also explains yeah. why her apartment is so sparsely decorated. Because it's just spread out throughout the entire, like, 
20 plus floors of this building. Yeah. After you pay for a big skyscraper like that, it, it's going to be kind of expensive to decorate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, that that is probably uh, more accurate than your original suggestion. Uh, so I guess to compare this struggle to uh, our own personal experiences, um, I, I would say that we, we definitely do occasionally have uh, issues with sounds getting picked up that I don't want to get picked up. Um, I don't think it's as bad for us, since uh, we are not using uh, microphones that are nearly as fancy, or that are like set to be picking up such quiet sounds, um, but it, it certainly can be an issue occasionally. I've got no idea, John. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think What's you you're talking about? <laughs> uh, the next struggle she talks about is that uh, some videos are pretty record, uh, pretty boring to record. Uh, so for this skit, she is recording a video that is an hour-long video on uh, brushing the microphone, um, which is a very pleasant sound to listen to. I really enjoy uh, microphone brushing videos for the most part, uh, but I can see how it would get very boring to do that for an hour. Here's a question for you, John. Yeah. Do you think you would enjoy uh, the microphone brushing videos if it was just like a little robo arm brushing uh, the the brush over the mic? Is huh? it just the sort of the the sound of it that gets you, or is it also I don't know, just like the the some part of the video component? Uh, I think it is primarily the sound. Um, I it definitely is more effective for me if there's also whispering paired with it. Um, but also in terms of like having a robot do it, I, I think, I don't think that that would work because even though I oftentimes will like close my eyes while listening to these videos, the sort of imperfections of it are very important. Mm. If it's like, if it is precisely like the same force and like the same uh, like timing the, the, every time. Yeah. If the timing is the same, if the length of the stroke is the same, the force is the same, if it's, like, the exact same sound at sort of a, like, interval that, like, I know is going to happen, that it's not as effective. I need it to be, like, a little surprising, almost, I guess. Um, like, I, I feel like, for me, a really big part of, like, when I do experience strong uh, tingles is that, like, I sort of am, like, surprised by some of the sounds mm. like it has to be like sort of like right in my ear and like yes i know it's coming like i see that they have the brush or that they've leaned right into the microphone but that just like the quality of the sound is not necessarily quite what i expected or it's you know i i need some sort of variation i guess hmm. yeah. now i do just want to sort of interject here for just a second back to our building talk um mm-hmm. I saw on on the sidebar of my sort of up next videos, I'm not sure if it's there for you too, a video called Life in a Crazy Small 8 Meter 2 Tokyo Apartment. Uh, I am not seeing that one, no. Okay, uh, so I guess that's just a sort of Ian original. Um, <laughs> I just clicked on it because I was thinking like 8M2, like does that mean it's 8 meters by by 2 what? Surely not two meters. Uh, I've, I've clicked on the video, John. It is in fact eight meters by two meters. Oh wow! It is a. It's it's sort of like a fun apartment where um, this woman is, I think, living actually in the walls of another apartment, maybe. <laughs> uh, 
And so I just wanna wanna propose that because this video was was on these sort of up next things, maybe her maybe ASMR darling sort of ASMR castle is in fact in the outskirts of Tokyo. Uh, oh, so to relate um, this particular struggle uh, with the um, videos being bored, uh, boring to record, um, we discussed in our in the lost recording that. Um, for the most part, we can't relate to that one. Uh, although um, we've both agreed that uh, the indulgences corner uh, can, you know, uh, sometimes we will both uh, kind of space out during that segment. Yeah, and I think that was the only segment that uh, either of us took any issue with. Well, I... so moving on to the <laughs> next uh, struggle that ASMR artists deal with, uh, ASMR darling. Uh, you know, it feels that it can be difficult to explain ASMR to people who don't know what it is. Uh, so the, the, the skit she did here was um, she uh, portrayed both herself and the person she was talking to uh, named Brittany. Uh, now, what I really enjoyed about Brittany is that Brittany looked exactly like ASMR Darling, uh, she made no effort to change her appearance. Uh, she just changed her outfit to uh, distinguish between Brittany and herself. She also does use a different voice. That's true. She does use a different voice. So like a valid sort of just like, almost. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so personally, uh, we we feel that um, this is not so much of an issue for us. Uh, you know, it is something that we, we have to deal with, uh, explaining ASMR to people, but it's something that we are sort of experts in. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, well, actually, no, that, that's the next thing. I keep on forgetting. This is the second time I've forgotten. <laughs> you're, you're really struggling here. Ian. I really am struggling. I feel like, John. I think, uh, losing the first recording is throwing you off more it's than just, it's throwing me off. It's just, it's, it's, it was right there, John. It was right there and it was gone. And it just really makes you think about sort of the transience of life in general. <laughs> and, you know, maybe maybe our show is only beautiful, John, because it can be lost like this. <laughs> like, you think back to those moments that it was really just a conversation between the two of us. <laughs> There's something about that that gets to me. <laughs> so, point number, uh, what was it, three, four? Uh, four. Four. Uh, so, so, point number four... Um, is that, uh, well, or issue number four, struggle number four, is that sometimes these people that don't know what ASMR is, after you talk to them for a little while, will ask to see your YouTube channel so they can look it up and check it out right then and there. Uh, which ASMR darling seems to feel is kind of awkward and not really something she wants to do. Which I can certainly see how uh, someone who does not know about ASMR, just sort of watching your videos right in front of you, uh, could be a pretty awkward conversation. Uh, or experience. Mm -hmm. And actually, just a little anecdote to relate this to my life. Um, so I am a I'm a PhD student, and at one point I was recording a video uh, on my research, um, and I to record it I brought it to the lab, uh, the microphone that I used to record the podcast. <laughs> and my advisor asked me, Ian, why do you have a sort of a, like a nice microphone? And I was like, well, it's in my podcast. <laughs> and my advisor was like, oh, you, you have a podcast? What's it about? And then I changed the subject. 
Because, boy, especially in those first couple of episodes, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, I cannot imagine if your advisor listened to those ones. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's some, there's some, there's some crude material. (laughs) It's material that I stand by to this day. that I could not relate to, though, is uh, ASMR Darling, at one point, uh, says to Brittany that she has uh, enough subscribers and followers, and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't really need Brittany to check it out. Um, and that aspect of it uh, is, is not really an issue for me. Um, I don't feel that there are too many people listening to our podcast. How many people would be too many people for you, John? I don't know. Imagine at a certain point it probably would get somewhat overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know, I guess like if you have, like, 10,000 listeners, it's probably not all that different from, like, a million. Actually, no, because, like, even if you have that many listeners, like, most of them are not going to be, like, active and, like, trying to get in contact with you or something. So maybe, like, I guess once you get to, like, a million, like, there's probably not that much difference between, like, a million and... 10 million or 100 million. Just like at that million. point, it's probably just like already a sort of overwhelming amount of people trying to converse with you mm-hmm. uh, that you can't keep up with anyway. So, so you think like that, just basically once you get to that point where it's it's just completely unmanageable. Yeah, you just well, except that I, I don't think it's too many at that point. I, I think at that point, I just like we cut out the indulgence corner or <laughs> we get a lot lazier about it. We don't respond to every tweet, email, and rating. Mm-hmm. And we continue on with our lives. For uh, me, the that next... number, oh. 500. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pretty low number. What can I say? I, I, I've, got, I've got sort of a low tolerance for shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that one day we uh, hit your limit. I hope one day we, we pass your limit. <laughs> and won't we get more than 500 downloads on a, on a video I'm playing? Alright. Um, oh, well, we don't make videos, so I guess that's fine. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that threat, though. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Uh, so then the, the next struggle that ASM artists deal with is sometimes you spend like four hours recording and then at the end of it you realize your microphone's not plugged in mm-hmm. uh, now i don't i can't say that we relate to this um you know sort of explicitly like we, we have not had this exact experience actually i think i um, did have some i think i did record once and it just recorded with like my inboard mic instead of my proper mic okay so I guess we maybe have had that exact experience, although it's not quite as bad in that case, uh, just because we we can put out something with like a shitty mic. It's not ideal, but it doesn't like sort of get in the way of the experience. Whereas, like for ASMR, if you record with like a shitty uh, like laptop mic, that's just it's a useless ASMR video at that point. Yeah, it truly is. Um, but I could, I, I definitely feel like we can relate to it, um, in that, uh, just, I think, like, uh, 20, 30 minutes ago we lost a recording. Yeah, it's so true, and, you know, it's, it's sort of funny, because I think my computer crashed 
right about as we were moving on to this point. Yeah, we were just about to get to this one. <laughs> so it's almost like rain on a wedding day. It's ironic. Uh, isn't it ironic? Isn't it? The only part of the song I know. Um, I don't even know what that song sounds like. Uh, uh, you'd recognize it. Uh, I do not have the musical capabilities to try to recreate it. Um, there's a there's an oo in it that uh, I think you would definitely recognize. Like a spot on. Nice. Uh, the next struggle that ASMR artists deal with according to ASMR Darling, is that everything is tappable. Now, this one I was very excited about and really wanted to talk to you about, Ian. Uh, so the skit here is ASMR Darling is just sort of going about uh, various sort of mundane tasks around her apartment and just sort of finds herself distracted from whatever she's doing uh, because she starts tapping on things, whatever object she happens to be interacting with, she'll just start tapping on it. In much the same way that ASM artists will often tap on things during videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I found this rather delightful, uh, particularly because um, I think it's I think maybe a sort of a point to Ian in a debate we had had once upon a time about whether or not it would be obnoxious to live next to an ASM artist. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, Ian, you, you had claimed that it would be annoying to live next to an ASM artist because there would just be all this tapping constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, John, <laughs> lo and behold. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that, you know, it would not be loud enough for you to notice, but also that, you know, ASM artists are probably only really doing it for like an hour a day while they record their videos. Uh, apparently, I was mistaken. Apparently, once you become an ASM artist, you're stricken with this... Compulsion uh, to tap. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, do you think that it's once you become an ASM artist, you're stricken with this compulsion? Or is it just individuals who have that compulsion are more likely to become ASM artists? They sort of channel their their compulsions in that manner. Um, I, I think it's uh, a, a little more fun to think of it as uh, something that happens to you once you become an ASM artist. But it's so much more inspiring think... to think of it the other way, John. Like, here you, you have this sort of <laughs> crippling condition... <laughs> where you must tap on anything you see. But you manage to channel that in a way that, you know, sort of creates this form of art that really reaches a lot of people and and connects you to others. And I think that's beautiful. You're right, Ian. That, that is beautiful. So the, the final struggle that ASM artists deal with is that sometimes uploading takes forever. Uh, you know, when you, when you go to upload your video to YouTube, It'll take like two hours, or it'll take almost three hours. It'll just be creeping up, and it takes too long. It's annoying. Uh, so, Ian, uh, how, how do you feel uh, that we relate to this? Well, um, I mean, when we finish recording, and I need to download my video and then put it on on the Google box. I mean, that often takes upwards of three minutes, and I lose patience during that quite regularly. <laughs> um, I will say, I mean, I feel like if it's if it's just something that you're you're sort of doing in your apartment, like you can you could probably just walk away. That's probably true. But you know, that, I I can see how that would be annoying. Yeah. Uh so uh for me, um when I go to actually upload the episodes to release them, uh, it's actually pretty much instantaneous. 
there are other aspects of the process that, that do take a bit of time, but the upload is actually not an issue at all, given that we are uploading uh, audio files or like somewhat high compression, uh, low sample rate audio files mm -hmm. rather than like high quality audio with video component. Yeah. Um, so that is the entirety of that video. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a five minute, 40 second long video, which we, we took unpacked. about uh, 25 minutes to talk about. <laughs> well, it's pretty uh, good, I think, you know, because I, mean, yeah, I think so. We also have to remember, uh, like, you know, we are we are sort of at a lower bit rate. Like, I'm only recording uh, 32 bits. Um, so just the th I think this sort of does a, a fair amount of compression. Like, you know, we have successfully captured the essence of the video in a much smaller size. Oh, that's true. Well, I was really going to play up how I think this sort of exemplifies the the value that we offer here at ASMR. Mm, oh, really a value-added proposition. Yeah. Where you yeah, give you us a five-minute video, we, we just sort of blow it up into a 25-minute ramble. The great part is, you know, you yeah, take well, those previous... We do a... What? I was going to say that the great part is, you take the, the previous shot... Um, where we were, you know, sort of points one through four in the lost recording, there was not all that much overlap in sort of what we were rambling about. So you could easily throw in another 15 minutes that way, and we're, we're, we're you know, we're getting within a stone's throw of an hour. Yeah, I, I would say that we, we added a lot of, like, really sort of deep intellectual conversation. Um, I think we, we added sort of a lot to just sort of the, the general discourse on ASMR mm -hmm. and the struggles that ASMR artists go through. Really um, earning I, I really our think title that we, we dug deep. ASMR artists, I would say. Yeah, we, we, we dug deep and we really sort of explored this on a deeper level than I think, uh, you know, your sort of average layperson would be capable of. Now, John, I do just want to, you know, I know this is a short, episode um mm -hmm. but i do just want to ask you sort of one question all right um do you think that we have perhaps demonstrated um that as as gary vaynerchuk host of the thunder show would say you've got to have the chops Ian, we absolutely have the chops excellent if it wasn't exemplified here in this particular episode i don't know what to tell you wonderful uh, so I think that about wraps it up for us this week. Um, sorry about another sort of unusual episode. Um, I'm not week, sorry. We'll also... <laughs> Don't apologize for me, John. I, I went out of my way to record something for these ingrates. <laughs> I'm not going to come to them on hands and knees. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would like to, to alert them to the fact that next week will also not be a regular episode, because um, you are even more unavailable. Um, I think most likely what I'll do is I will, pro I, I've seen a couple of sort of, uh, ASMR stories in the news recently, none of which I think are enough to make up a whole, uh, main quest, but which I think are, would be interesting to talk about. So I'll probably just sort of talk about those a little bit on my own next week. Um, so it won't, probably won't be quite as, uh, dynamic as our usual episodes, but hopefully should still be mildly interesting. And then the week after that, we should be back with a regular, full ramble of an episode. You know what, John? I'm going to promise it here. It's not going to be a full-length episode. It is going to be a double-length episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that, because, again, we, we have to consider our uploads. Double the one. length, half the content. That's my <laughs> promise to you. <laughs> uh, that is not my promise to you, listeners. Well, we'll see. Uh, we shall we, see. We, we will see. Uh, <laughs> 
So thank you for tuning in again. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Please recommend our show to a friend. Although maybe wait until we're, we're back to our regular uh, recording schedule. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at uh, ASMR underscore quest. Or you can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com. Thank you, and stay tingly.